She had a little daughter with her, it was cold out She said, oh, I hate this motherfucker, then she rolled out He ain't answering his phone, she yells, what the fuck Then told her daughter, buckle up, yeah, that's for safety She see been stressing lately, cause this nigga she done been with for the past two years Was now the current reason for her last few tears She texts him, text back, when she see him, she be trying sex He don't sex back, his heart be on jet black She call, he don't call back, all he say is fall back Nigga just need a space, so she headed to his place you, you, you. Let me see you can do anything you want when you're sexy, sexy, <laughs> wow. sexy. Woo! If you're, you need, if you're you need recording an intro, artist, if you need an intro to <laughs> the podcast episode, I'm here. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Living Single with Danny. Danny, as always, I am Danny, and in front of me is Dan. Hydrate, brother. How you doing? Keep man? your skin clean, man. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I can't complain at all. That's man. good to hear. And if you did, it wouldn't help. That's true. What the old head say? <laughs> We're joined today by a lovely young lady. Would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, everybody. I'm Adaria. Um, are we shy? Yeah, are we shy? I'm so nervous. Like, I've never been on a podcast before. First time. Like, first first time. time, right? <laughs> so I don't That's know what cool. to expect. Um, but yeah, I've known these two for a long time, and I'm glad to be here. Tell us a little uh, fun fact about yourself. Fun fact. Um, I tell everybody this. I'm type 1 diabetic, so I got a whole bunch of devices on me. Oh, wow. Um, You know, every day is a learning experience. That's all I have to say about that, but it's pretty cool. When were you diagnosed with that? Diagnosed when I was 11. Um, I've had Damn. it for 16 years. Um, I have a insulin pump and I also have a, um, device that checks my blood sugar all the time. So yeah, life's been a lot easier since I've gotten all of that. Oh, okay. How was it before? Or like what alerted people are? Well, I had to check, I had to prick my finger multiple times out the mm -hmm. day and then I had to take, um, actual shots and, um, that was a lot. What, what made them start checking you? Um, well, it started, we were on a family trip. We were going to my aunt's house. It was only a two hour trip. And, um, we stopped every 30 minutes because I had to pee. They were like, okay, something is wrong. Every 30 minutes? Every 30 Goodness. minutes I had to pee. It was crazy. Um, so we get to my aunt's house. Same thing. I'm really thirsty all the time. Come to find out I lost all this weight. Um, I was 11 and you know, at 11, you don't wet the bed, but that's what <laughs> happened to me. Like, <laughs> and they were like, okay, something is wrong. Took me to the doctor on base, and my blood sugar was like six hundred something. What is what is the normal or average? Uh, around a hundred or below. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Probably like seventy for the so for what, like an actual what person. What is di like? What does diabetes do so to your body? So there's two types: type one and type two. Um, type one, my pancreas. Everybody has a, pan a pancreas that produces insulin, regulates mm -hmm. the hormones in your body. My pancreas doesn't work. Produces little to no insulin. Um, so I have to wear an insulin pump to produce all the insulin that I need, but I have to do all of that myself. Like I can't just, you know, eat something and it just automatically does it. Um, meanwhile, type two has elevated blood, um, blood sugars could, 
you can easily lessen symptoms by diet and exercise. Most people have type two. So y'all would think type two would be worse, but it sounds like type one is actually worse. Yeah. You can regulate type two. Type one is sort of out of your control. Right. So any little thing can affect my blood sugar, stress, uh, food, uh, whatever you can think of can affect my blood sugar. Sheesh. Yeah. Dang. 11? That's like, how does that even happen at 11? Is that like a genetic thing? Or, or, or? was it always there and it just became more prevalent the older you got? Or? It just happened all of a sudden. Wow, dang. That's how uh, I have something called SVT. Uh, it's a heart condition and I Google it while you're talking. Okay. So I can't actually say the term. <laughs> okay. So I, 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 go, I always say SVT. Is, you want to try to read it? You want to try to pronounce it? Superventricular tachycardia. There we go. <laughs> what does that mean? It means basically my heart beats at a faster rate above like two chambers. So pretty much when I was like, probably any, from eighth to about ninth, 10th grade, going into 10th grade, um, I would feel these flutters like in my heart and it would like, I felt like my heart was skipping a beat or jumping or things of that nature. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I would uh, feel faint or lightheaded or stuff like that. And just out of breath. Because you can't catch it. It's just beating. It's like mm -hmm. you're literally sitting stationary. <laughs> like mm -hmm. So it just throws you off completely. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember I used to always get like the chocolate Wendy. I mean, Frosties from Wendy's. I yeah. also get the um, Oreo Blizzards from Dairy Queen. They're popping to me. They're like delicious. The Hershey's cookies and cream bar. Anything with chocolate. And so every time he would do it, it was no rhyme or reason to when it was doing it. So I tell, you know, my mom was doing, I go to the doctor, they'll put a monitor on me, um, EKG, all that stuff, trying to like find it. They couldn't. So I had like, it took me like three different times of wearing a monitor myself. Like, you know, I clip it on, I put the stickers mm -hmm. on me for like a couple of days. It didn't do it. I did that three different times before I, my heart actually uh, did what it does, a skip a beat, as I would say, um, so they could catch it. And it did it enough for them to determine it was, well, they did enough to determine I need to go to Duke. Went to Duke, put a tube down my throat, shot my heart. <laughs> They're able to tell from that, um, which is awkward. And I think the crazy part about that is, is um, they told me I have a very mild condition and that some babies, like it's more prevalent in babies, like babies have like a worse condition. I'm like, I can barely handle it. And I'm a, at that time, a teenager. So I have no idea how babies handle it. Sheesh. But I say all that to say, um, it's recommended that I don't do anything to speed up my heart rate um, unnaturally. Like people like, oh, so you can't run, you can't play sports or whatever the case may be. It's like, nah, that's healthy. <laughs> that right. strengthens the heart. Right. It's when you're looking for that adrenaline, whether that be uh, a five, uh, Red Bull, uh, mm -hmm. five hour energy, coffee, um, certain chocolates, uh, high content of cocoa, because all of that has caffeine and caffeine yeah. speeds up your heart rate. Mm -hmm. So um, they don't say that I can't do it. They say it should be in moderation. Of course. But again, after leaving Duke and all that, I was scared to death. So I just swore off anything <laughs> for like, <clears throat> excuse me, for like a year or two. And then from there, it's just I lost the craving for it every once in a while. I'm like, dang, brownie would be nice or something like that. Mm -hmm. But and I can have it. Like, not that I can't, but um, I would just rather not. Mm -hmm. Um, this is gonna be completely random, my random moment in this story. I remember one time my doctor was like, 
uh, do you do drugs? Like when I was getting physical, I was like, no, it's like, all right, don't do cocaine or it kill you. <laughs> like, so if I did any hard drugs, <laughs> like it would kill me instantly. Damn. Fun fact. Wow. So, okay. so that's why you've never done cocaine. I was like, yes. If anybody wants to know why I haven't done cocaine yet, uh, that's why. That's, that's the only reason. That's the only reason. I turned it down. So don't do coke, guys. Yeah. So, and that was so funny. I feel like that that doctor just went zero to one hundred. But I mean, they had a valid point. I can understand how that would make my heart explode. See, I have a heart murmur. Well, I had our. I probably still have it, but mm-hmm. and I had to go to a specialist get my heart looked at. But they said I just have a leaky valve. And I'll be fine. That but, don't sound. That don't sound good. <laughs> a leaky valve. So they, okay. they said, like, you don't have anything to worry about. There's nothing we can do to fix it. It's just. And I think heart murmurs are low key common, but I don't know what the difference is between a heart murmur and what I got. Cause don't doesn't a heart murmur make your yeah? My I have a regular heartbeat. I think I, I think too. I think there's a difference. I think that may be the difference. Just because a regular doesn't mean it's sped up exactly. per se. Mm-hmm. I think that may be the difference uh, between between the two. So. That's interesting. I learned something new. I always wonder what the difference was between the two. So, yeah. you know, health buddies. Whoop, whoop. Um, so you worked out this morning. Are you making <coughs> a conscious effort to like be healthy or is that just something random you decided to do? Well, no, like I, I try to. And it's always in the back of my mind, like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I, I aim to try to work out every three times three times a week, but sometimes it just doesn't happen, especially with Corona going on. I know there's no excuse, you know, being at home, but like, it's just a lot of other things going on that I'm more concerned about than working out. Like so what? I, just, just, don't work is work is really stressful. Like I work, I'm working from home. Like my home space is now my office. Mm. I, I don't like that. But I actually don't mind. I don't mind working from home. I just don't like that. My, I don't have like a designated office space. So no, you can't. What is it? Like you just work on your couch or? I just work at my yeah my um kitchen table. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I mean it gets the job done. I do what I need to do, but yeah, it's, right. it's just stressful. And then just I had a whole lot of things personally that was going on. It's just it's kind of sometimes it's just kind of hard to get it in. Um. One, what do you do professionally, and are you good personally where you know what's going on? Yeah, no, I think I'm good. I'm actually, um, I'm a nutritionist at the health department. Oh, um, so that's I'm, why that's why I knew she could say that word. <coughs> um, so I'm just making sure that the babies, the pregnant women, breastfeeding women, and the children are eating healthy and are being safe, trying to prevent infant mortality. Oh, goodness gracious. That's real, but the thing about it is, oops, I know, I know. Stay alive, infants. For real. Stay alive, infants. If it lives matter. <laughs> oh, it's in the first topic that we want to explore. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. Workspace and how you feel about that, because one of the things I want to discuss is um, mental and physical exhaustion and how you two have handled that in your life, especially during the quarantine. Well, it was an adjustment when COVID happened. Um, my boss was a little bit about to go on maternity leave as COVID mm. happened. So it was like- Perfect change, time. Right. You know, it was a change in leadership. It was a change in schedules, a change in scenery with just work in general. So we had to get our work laptops and work phones and all of that. Um, and it was cool. It just took a lot to adjust. 
But um, and then trying to find a, a way to keep everybody happy because everybody was not happy at work. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, why does she get to stay home for this many days? Or why do I have to come into the office so many days out the week? Mm-hmm. And kind of figured it out. So now it's just a half and half week. Um, Dang. Uh, but I mean, still, you still get the same quality, good quality education from us as nutritionists. So whether we're at home or in the office, but. So but outside of that, like mentally, how are you? Or how have you been? I'm exhausted. You know, we're in the middle of a race war, so that's really exhausting in itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it turns out, but yeah, we are. And we don't have to get into that, but like that yeah, just kind of plays good. into, yeah. you know, the exhaustion. The exhaustion of everything. And it when all this was happening, like, like you can kind of tell the tension was kind of there mm. at work. So it's just like oh, kind of tiptoeing around it. So, but luckily we have a new person. Um, a new CEO that's really good about inclusion and being open about those type of discussions. So that made that process a lot easier. So I'm definitely saying being home right now was a blessing in disguise for me. Um, literally the only black person there in my office. I mean, we have our HR woman is um, black and Asian and we just hired um, somebody down the box office assistant manager. She's a black, a black uh, lady. So Technically three people. I'll say three people. Um, but I'm the only male, black male. And um, so I'm you know, men, we have this certain banter that, you know, we go about when we're talking to each other, you know, how we may pick on each other, talk to each other, or speak our speech, excuse me, and all that. So anything else, whether it's sports or stuff like that, you may get a hard time about, or you know, you may can have these heated conversations about politics, finance, and again, I throw sports in there. Uh, but this is one thing I wouldn't even have wanted to talk about or been around or overheard a conversation from like upper management and stuff like that is because I am I am of the belief, like if you ain't with us, you against us. Like it's, and that don't mean necessarily you trying to physically go out and harm us, but by not um, supporting our cause, it will harm us one way or, the, or another. And so um, that was the spooky part of all, of all of this. And then I saw a post on social media saying, you know, there's people every day who are fighting and battling and got to suck that up because they have a Zoom call at five, at three. <laughs> like, that's Facts, like, that's yeah. Like, it's like, dang. Um, so I, I'm, I am thankful um, that I haven't had, because I'm completely work at home. I don't got to go up there at all. Okay. Um, I am thankful I've had the opportunity to work from home during this in process and everybody else's process because, you know, you're going to have some people that want to talk about it. You're going to have some people that may think they have solutions. You're going to have some people that right. may want to talk about it because they don't have solutions. And you have the people that try to avoid it. And it's like, if I went into the office, what group of people am I going to get? Because like I said, 98% of them are white. <laughs> so <laughs> each of these white people can mm-hmm. think totally different and it's like what am I going to get and how do I handle each of their different thought processes right, about it right. so I want to know parts I know I, <laughs> I get it no parts I get it yeah and I mean we're going to see with all these organizations mm-hmm. and I think it's bigger than organizations just life and society in general like mm-hmm. I told my friend the other day I think we need to revisit the constitution and not just the amendments and all that I think the last time the constitution was amended it was like 1992 which is like 28 years. So like uh, that document was made in 1700s. Right. Like, do we even like 
And again, this may sound crazy, but like, do we even need it? Like, can we just make a new document? <laughs> like, versus just keep revising? It's made in the 700s. We're a conservative country. Very, like, I really very, don't, very conservative. Like, they knew yeah. no, half the stuff we know. I'm not saying they're not smart people back in 17. Half the stuff we know or at least are going on today wasn't even touched on in that. So, and again, you look, all right, I'm not, I don't want to get off on a tangent. But <laughs> then states can have their own laws anyway. So. Exactly. Yep. So people going to do Find the point. Show me the point. Right. So, but that that's just, you know, a whole nother conversation. Yeah, man. But. Life can stress you out in multiple ways. I, and to that point, I want to ask about mental and physical exhaustion because I think in those and some friends and people in my life, I think is uh, your atmosphere that, of course, affects how you handle your exhaustion. Right. Um, and by that, we're all going through a quarantine. But I think a couple things that had helped me get by, one, I still have my job. Two, I still have social interactions. Like I have, mm -hmm. and I say all the time, like people talk about quarantine. I don't think nobody's technically quarantined. We're just staying away from people we don't trust. Like I don't want to be around anybody I don't trust. Like if I trust you, I'm sure you take care of yourself, blah, blah. Cause not even outside of this whole podcast gathering, like going to go see my mother or going to go see my sister or something like that. It's right. like, I wasn't about to stop seeing them. Right. <laughs> so I felt like that. And then also I had my video game, which may sound childish, but <laughs> I can talk to like seven different people at once and we're engaging, we're interacting. Like right, right. everybody doesn't have that social atmosphere outside of social media, maybe. And they're not going on live with eight different people. So mm -hmm. I'm still talking to friends. I'm still mm -hmm. hanging where like other people may not have that. So I think the people you're around can affect it. But I want to know your, you guys' take on it. Like, what has uplifted you d during this uh, time? And like, how have you handled it? And do you think you could use something extra to take your mind off of what's going on? Um, so I got to co-sign with you on like still having a social interaction. Like my cousin and my aunt live here. So mm -hmm. then they're just down the street from me. And I love that I can go see them whenever I need to. Um, and I kind of feel like I'm the same thing for them. So that really helps. And then, you know, I'm still able to see who I've been seeing outside of... Um, quarantine stuff mm -hmm. of if I ain't seen you in months and now all of a sudden you're trying to hang out I don't know yeah, about that yeah, like yeah. <laughs> right um but no that helps and then and then you know FaceTime is FaceTime is cool you know if I ain't seen you in a while hey yeah here you go but um but yeah still having that social interaction and then just having that time to to self-care self-care super important Sometimes for me, it's been the same. I mean, I've I worked from home my last job for probably like six months. So <laughs> no, literally no difference. Nothing, <laughs> has nothing has changed. Like only thing that has changed is why well, I switched jobs. But like my old job, when I worked from home, I was a lot more productive. Like I could probably finish my work day in four hours. So I had four other hours where I can put towards doing something else. So I was more productive, whereas now I'm working like eight to six every day, Monday through Friday, mm. sometimes the weekend. So by the time I'm done work, I'm like, I don't really feel like doing shit. Like yeah. sometimes I don't even cook dinner. You know what I'm saying? So it's like same, same. <laughs> so that that's probably the, the biggest thing. And like creatively, I haven't been as productive. Like I haven't been as disciplined. 
but I'm aware of it. And I know it's because mm-hmm. now I, I really can't separate work from home. Oh, right. <laughs> so that now I just try to have a different space where I don't bring none of my work stuff into my bedroom at all. Like mm-hmm. that's just my, like if I want to deep decompress, disconnect, I go to my room and I can have a meditation and be cool. But then I have my downstairs where I can work and be productive and not have to worry about it. So I think, balance. yeah. yeah. This is going to sound funny. So my office chair is a game chair. Like I said, I play my games. And so I moved that chair, which is pretty heavy. It's not super heavy, but it's heavy. It's like 20, 30 pounds. So I moved that from my room to play the game to my office space. So that's my like signal. If I move once, I'm I'm because, you know, I sit down at the desk. I do work. I may take a 10 minute break, do something else. I do work. So I may move up and down. But once I finally move that gamer chair from my desk to my game, that shut off time. <laughs> like I'm not switching back because it's heavy. I'm not lifting it. Transporting from my living room over. I got lifted over my couch to right. my room. Like I'm not doing that. So like that's my cue of when like, okay, work is officially done or game time is officially over when I make that switch. Right, so, right. But I think it's important to have that distinction. Yeah. We're all working from home. We are all working from home. How's your dating life? Hmm? So how's your dating life? It's going good. I'm sore from working out earlier, but I'm good. What? <laughs> <laughs> if, if like the context, if you put those two together, that's crazy. He said, how's your dating life? And oh, you, and you went to, oh, I'm sore from working out earlier. That. And it just, oh, okay. So I, I didn't catch. You thought I, said. I thought you said, how's your day going? No, I ain't talking about your day. Girl. You don't care about her day? We've already talked about that. Okay. Respect. Okay, my you know, is living single, you know. You're right, you're right. You know what the temp was. I mean, I'm chilling, honestly. I'm still single. So are you looking or I mean I've dated. You know, I've I've dated a couple people I thought I was vibing with, but you know, that they have other priorities. What have you struggled with the most, you think, in dating? Um consistency like it's good for like a month or two and then all of a sudden something just changes like I don't necessarily know what it is just changes and then just kind of fizzles out I've noticed this like I can meet somebody like them and I could ghost them and stop talking to them and be cool but it's just like once I find something that I don't like this the flip switches and that tells me okay Maybe I just didn't vibe with this person or I didn't vibe with this person like I vibed with this person. So we're just going, I'm not going to be consistent anymore. I have no reason to. Do you tell them that or? Not all the time. I think I've I've realized that I I probably need to be more uh, truthful. I, I don't know because this is a personal thing, but I think it's more professional to tell them. I know it's like- it's <laughs> Professional? A, yeah, like it's that just, dip, again, depending on the situation, like- at least, like, if you tell them why or what it is, it's like, I thought this about you, and it's the opposite. At least now they know, so moving forward, that can help them. I feel like it takes, it takes a level of intimacy for me to get to that point where I feel like I should tell you why I no longer want to mess with okay. you if Like, it was- if it's somebody I just met maybe a week, we go out on a date or two, and it didn't work out, I don't think I owe them an explanation. But if it's somebody I may have dated consistently 
Yeah. We had been talking for a few months, had feelings, and then something changed. Then, okay, yeah, we can have a conversation. Or if we're exclusive, okay, yeah, I owe you that. But if it's somebody I'm just dating, like getting a to fling, know, a fling. yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I owe you anything. But that's just me. Maybe I, 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 I mean, I'm trying to be more truthful and not ghost women, but sometimes, I mean, you got to earn it. That's <laughs> both, that goes both ways. Yeah, but I don't go active. I don't mean I don't care if we, if we stop dating. If we start talking, cool. I'll find somebody else. It's okay. You never been hurt by somebody ghosting you? No. I have. I don't think it so. was out of the blue. Like it could no, have. I haven't. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Like I feel like <laughs> yeah. you definitely blocked somebody. But like I've been ghosted before. You know, this person was supposed to come over for the weekend and. Didn't hear from them all weekend. I've Trying done that con- before. And then contacted them, can't get in contact with them at all, at all. And I've done that before. And it was, and then I didn't hear from them for months. And then all of a sudden it was something personal happened in their life and something else. But no, something personal. You use that That's a nice lie to get off. <laughs> well, no, crazy. no, no. And, and you I'm know sure what? I just had some things going on. <laughs> well, no, this person's parent passed away in this oh, instance. Okay. Like, yeah. And it was what, just uh, a lot on them. Like, and But at the end of the day, like, it still should have been like, okay, I can't do this. Like it's a some, quick text. It's just a quick a quick text would have been fine. Like I don't have to talk to you on the phone, FaceTime you all the time, all day, but just a quick text. Hey, got this going on. I don't hey, know that's the to... thing. Like <laughs> if if I feel like okay, I really care about. I think we had this this conversation with uh, Stay Ready. If I care about you and I care about your feelings, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that extra time and say, Yo, this is what's going on. I can't really talk. Like. It is what it is. I'm sorry. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm. A, if I care, I'm gonna really say that. If I don't really care, I might think about texting you and giving an explanation. But if I don't care, I'm not gonna do it. But let's. But let's get into. Cause you said you've done that before. So let's get into why. And this is because I plan things when I'm in the mood. And if it's not like within 24 hours. I can get to the day of and be like, you know what? I don't really feel like doing that no more. And you just ghosting the whole weekend. Well, I didn't ghost the person. And I, I did feel bad about this. Because <laughs> I, really, sure I really did like this girl. Like, she was a nice girl. Um, I really liked her, but go But I felt like it was, it, was, it was storming in Charlotte. And I was going to have to drive to see her. It was like an hour away. And I was like, nah, I'm going to just chill in the house. <laughs> you can't tell her all this story and I want to drive to see you? I posted a story on Instagram, so she knew I was at home. But you still didn't text her directly, though. I mean, I let her know I wasn't coming after she responded to the story. Wow. So, so here go. So I, see, I, see, I see you still at home. Yeah, I decided to come. It's exactly. Storm, yes, that's exactly what so happened. So you're not gonna let me know this? I said I was waiting out the storm. So you was gonna let me find out through your Instagram that's story? I was, waiting, like... I, was waiting, I was waiting out the storm. I don't like. I don't feel comfortable you, driving in the rain. But you could have just told her that. Mm. I did when she asked. Okay. I just didn't forward the information. You know what I'm saying? All right. Now she has this impression, like, Dag, like. You just ghosted me because it was storming. Like, I mean, we didn't talk after that. I'm sure you did. I wouldn't want to talk to you either. You just ghosted me for <laughs> for my safety. That's you, not why you did it. That's no. not why you did it. Like, like. that's not why you did it. Oh my gosh! But that was old. That was two years ago, Danny. That that wouldn't do that now. Okay. Yeah. How, how would you uh, cancel a date now? Just say, hey, you're not feeling it. Yeah. You. I mean, usually the day before, I feel like you confirm. 
like I got if I if I plan a date with you, I usually am interested in still, going out on a date with you. Still down for tomorrow type thing. Yeah, yeah. But usually I feel like I'm only going on dates with people I'm talking to every day. Like if I talk to you every day, every other day, whatever, and we have something planned, then I'm more likely to go and stick it out. But if we plan a date, we don't talk for a couple of days before the, until the date come, probably not gonna go. I've only done that um I think it a couple a couple of times, but I think that's a sure sign that like you already know it's not much there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, I'm not going to talk to you. If I plan to date Monday, I'm not going to talk to you Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, because Friday, I'm not going to have nothing to talk exactly, to you about. Exactly. Like, right. Save all my ammo for this day Friday. <laughs> that's right. the worst. And that's the worst with women that don't want to like, they don't like talking on the phone or the, the person that like, oh, I like to get to know you in person. Like, no, I like to be comfortable while yeah, I'm yeah, out yeah. on a date. Yeah. I don't like to be awkward on the yeah. first date. <laughs> right, right. That is the thing. You guys ever been on blind dates? No. Nah. I've been on one ride. It was so awkward. So this lady I worked with, she was older. Uh, it was when I worked at Roses. So when older. I was in high school. Roses? That's an old it, people's it, story, man. That's where I worked. Oh, how <laughs> I saw her. I was in high school. How old was this woman? Bruh, let me, hold on. Let me, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we got all the context. Right. <laughs> all right. All. Context is important, it brother. Is. <laughs> There's this older woman that had a daughter. <laughs> like, oh, that's the key. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So there's this older woman that had his daughter. I don't know how it went. Probably, you know, I think you may like my daughter type stuff, blah, blah. Like, all right, cool. Um, I don't know why they asked to see a picture of her. Like, I I don't know. I mean, high school. Uh, uh, yeah, like, my space was probably barely popping. It's not Instagram one on all that. So, um, anyway, which is ironic, a picture is what wrap the story together. So I was like, yeah, man, tell her, you know, meet me at Buffalo Wild Wings this day, this time, blah, blah. So I'm minding my business, you know. She comes, she pull up. I actually, one of my homegirls that work with me, I'm like, yo, Miss Lena uh, hooked me up with her daughter, um, but I don't want to go by myself just in case it's trash. Can you go with me? And my homegirl went, but like, I had a booth waiting on the girl and she had like a table and the, my blind date didn't know. So anyway, the girl came in. I don't remember what she looked looked like. I, I think she was okay. I think she was cute. She was straight. Like I wasn't like wow, <laughs> but <laughs> but she's cool. But she's cool. I was like all right, she's cool. You know, whatever. I get to know her. So we're talking. We're talking. And she asked me, "Did I know such and such?" I was like, "Yeah, I know her. How you know I know her?" She was like, "Because I was walking in the hallway again, high school, and she was friends with a girl I went to prom with like the previous year, and she saw my picture. So meanwhile, it's a blind date for me. I haven't seen her picture." She seen my picture. It was awkward. I left with my homegirl that I worked with. That's my blind date, you guys. Because she saw you before you saw her. And and she was just bringing it up. She was like, you know, you know, like she was bringing up all these girls that I may or may not have talking to, which she didn't have no proof about. And uh, she like she just came to the date angry, like like an angry girlfriend. Like, and I'm like, bro, I don't even know you. Like, why are you mad that I talked to girls before I met you? Like, so it was. It, yeah, it, it, it was. That was a very high school situation. I don't think. Could any of y'all go on blind blind date? No. I would. Would you? I would. Nah. You don't, oh, this. Do you think love is blind? You seen the show, right? I seen some of it. Which one is that? The That's one the one there in the pods. See each other. They're they in the pods. They're getting to know Oh no, no, I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch that one. Oh yeah. I didn't watch, watch any of it. I've seen like clips of it. But literally, like it was people that had fell in love with someone else just from like a couple of days of conversation with them. I don't 
don't think he'll fall up with a couple days of conversation. I'm not. I'm not buying that. Now you can like somebody. You can you know get their energy, get their vibe, and all that. Like this is a really cool person. Like especially, I think as guys, I don't know. Do you do you, ladies like men voices? Yeah. I'm like I don't know. Kind of like men like it's something about hearing a, a nice yeah. like, oh, this is, yeah, I don't know how to explain yeah. it. Right. Like so with that being said, if you know I'm on that show, the girl has a nice voice and all that, her conversation cool. I'm like. Dang, I, I like her. I'm attracted okay, to her. Just so offer, offer, what, what, offer conversation and offer, you know. Hypothetical. If you were to make, never have seen your girlfriend, but only you could have talked to her, do you think you would still have fallen for her the same way? Uh, like you would, mm-hmm. would you have chosen to to be with her? I don't, I don't think her? so. And because to me, I think to be in a relationship, a bond must be built, and. Wait, are you asking would I be with her and give it a shot, or do? You- yeah, so in Love Is Blind, they get to know different people, just again talking to them, and then they have to make a selection. Yeah, I think I give it a shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But what, what I was saying, like, to make something where I couldn't like not be able to see you for like three months of talking, yeah. and then but we're dating after the first month, and yeah. now we're dating for two months. It's like. No, because you need more. I think mm-hmm. humans are visual creatures. Like, I agree. Mm-hmm. And, Agreed. you know, even with, you know, people that are, like, actually blind, I mean, <laughs> they get they get another sense from touching, so yeah. they at least get that. That sort of visualization, low-key. <laughs> Touch with your fingers. So, um, Are blind hands. people blind? No, we're not going there. <laughs> we're not going there. Okay, but, they uh, does not see what you see, man. Uh, they're blind. <laughs> you have to have sight to see. Blind people don't have sight. So, um... Anyway, um, I don't, that that's my thing. But what about I, you? What would I go on a blind date? Could you fall in love or like date somebody without first seeing them and just getting to know them talking? Like you got to know them on an intimate level just by talking, but you never met them before. No, like now, like the person I am now, no. Like high school and stuff, like people used to talk on the internet with each other all the time and they, they were in love. No. Not at all. Um people used to do that all the time, but that's just lust and puppy love. Like, you know, that's yeah. not realistic now. Like I'm not I'm not about to talk to you on the phone, I can't see you. Yeah. Or I can't, you know, like you said, just being visual. Like I I have to see you. I'm an in person kind of person. So, like, I'm just not going to fall in love just because we have great conversation. I think even when you see a person, I see a person. I know there's been plenty of times, like, I have homies and stuff like that. And even I've done in the past where, like, I may see somebody that look good and we talking on, um, say, Instagram or something like that. I'm like, nah, I'm going to have to see her. Like, you got FaceTime, you got Snapchat. Like, I still need to see I've got, while we conversate. I've got Converse. I've got Converse, in, uh... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 t- I'm tired of like DMing women because DM too many. No, it's oh. just especially like now with everybody in these angles and the filters, these women That's... don't really look, be looking like that that good in person, man. <laughs> they really don't. I, I've seen a couple mm. that is that got likes and a lot of followers not busted in real likes life. And not looks. Yeah, that's that's really not like that in real life. And I've seen a girl before she's got like thousands of followers. I saw her out in New York one time and I was like, oh, okay. 
All right, like your pictures are cool, but I'm like, you okay? You're you a regular like, person. You just yeah. regular like me, yeah. like. You're a regular person. Yeah. I mean, that's when you can't get lost in like the visuals or um, the perception because even that, like a lot of men and women with a lot of likes and stuff like that, sometimes are lonely and not even like literally by themselves, but they deal with maybe self-esteem issues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And not to say they're even chasing likes, maybe they just so happen to get them, but that's their escape yeah. too mm-hmm. sometimes. And you don't realize now you're talking to somebody and they're just looking at a way to escape so they don't have a sense of reality. Facts. Right. <laughs> so we now do, you got a barrier. Ooh, we do snaps. Be judging people, bro. And it's... That brings me to a topic. I got a segue. So, I think when you say people, we be judging people. I think as humans, um, I'm not going to say we lack empathy, but I think everybody has um, an empathy tolerance. And by that I mean, okay, I'll uh I'll be considerate of what somebody's going on long as they don't post about it more than two times. Okay. So I, I broke my leg. Oh, my leg hurts, my leg hurts. Oh, I feel bad for him. I'm gonna pray for him. A week later, oh, my leg's still hurting. Oh, I feel bad for him. The fourth week. My leg hurt. Man, I don't nobody care about your leg hurting no more. <laughs> like, and you just grow. Like, and it's just, I've seen that. And it's like a lot of times we don't understand what is truly going on with others. And we just base it off of what we may see or um hear or perceive. And we don't know the whole story. So again, I'm one of those people like, okay, I'm not thinking about your leg no more. But maybe if I actually talk to that person, like, why are you posting about your leg? because I'm having a really hard time recovering. Um, nobody's here with me. My only outlet is to express myself over social media, like something as simple. You don't know what's going on or what's behind the scenes of it all. But like, we're so quick to judge <laughs> because um, we may have reached our limit on empathy. That's my, that's my thoughts on it. I, I, I noticed it because um. Yeah, I just noticed it. <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> I be seeing people comments on Facebook and stuff like that. And it's just like, bro, I'm with y'all. Like, I'm tired of them posting this too. But like, you don't know that life. You can't say, oh, they're disturbed or, or they need help or blah, blah. Because one, they may think the same about you. <laughs> Two, have you sat down to try to help them? Like, they need this. Have you tried? So. I think that's just us. This society that we in has made us pay attention and care more about other people because it's just the focus away from ourselves. So we're always chasing Mm. distraction or some sense of comfort or some sense of comparison where, okay, all right, I'm where I am in life at 28. Well, this person got this. Like, why is they? Why? What do they do special that have this? Like, you, you that that takes the focus away from. You being grateful for where you are, mm-hmm. now you're comparing it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Now you're criticizing them. Now you're judging them. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know if it's a part of human nature or if that's just society and how we've been made to live now. I, and I think the crazy part about that too is even if you're looking at somebody and you're you're not saying, oh, I want this, I want that, but you're talking about what they have or what they're doing, you're taking away from what you have. Again, you're co- perfectly comfortable. I have a Mercedes you have a Mercedes with the drop top. It's like, man, look at them Mercedes with drop top. Why am I 
good for him. I have a Mercedes. I'm good. Like I shouldn't be focusing on what they got. Like it's no better. Okay, it's different. Their lifestyle different. What they got going on different. But I'm not jealous of them. So you're not je- so literally. What reason do you have to talk about them? <laughs> like I I, I, exactly. I think a lot of times you know we could be way more constructive with how we're managing our time and our words and our actions than what we actually are. It's like, no, we're conditioned to talk about others to talk about what's going on. And again, it, it has a time and place. Um, you know, that's how you exchange knowledge and information, but that's why you gotta be responsible and careful about it. Comparison is the thief of joy. Like that. I agree. That was one of my life lessons for this year. My reflection. What? You don't know your truth? Only compare yourself to yourself. Your biggest competition too. Yep, yeah. that's good. I d- I did that earlier um, this month myself. Compare myself to myself, like my time and all. It's crazy. I've been. I'm. <laughs> it's time flies. Um, I haven't lived in D.C. in six years, and it seems like it was just yesterday. <laughs> I was like, Dang, I look. You forgot I was there. Like I lived there. You know what I'm saying? So. And then, so just comparing myself and now I'm like, oh, I was doing so much better. It's like, okay, you felt like you was doing, you was up here. Now, where do you feel like you're doing? Mm-hmm. And if you feel like you're down here, then you got nowhere to go. If you feel like here, okay, how do you drive? If you feel like you're here, all right, how do you elevate? So um, in, in that sense. So I think that was good to to look at. Sure. But we good on time, man. Any last things? Any last thoughts? Nah, I appreciate you coming. Open up. <laughs>